G'day folks, welcome to Measure Twice, Cut Once, uh, the very, very last show of uh, Season 4. Yeah. And uh, Hoss, we've had a pretty, pretty extensive uh, array of topics again and guests and mm. panel interview. Yeah. You know, it's been good. Uh, it's been brilliant, actually. It has. It's, um, I think it's been our best uh, season to date. For sure. Yeah. But today, everything must come to an end. Yes, sadly, yes. But... We won't, we won't be away as long as we were last time. Ah, oh. how long were we last time? Two months? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a long time. All right. Uh, we, we're reformatting the show a little bit. We are, yeah. Shall um, we talk about that? No, we're going to do that after we uh, speak to or uh, hear from one of our, um, our partners. No worries. Chainsaw's stopped. For now. All right. G'day, Hoss. How are you, Harry? Good, thank you. I'm looking at doing a little bit of epoxy work. Yes, I can help you there. Do you have a product? I do. Who, who does it come from? It comes from Hammeroo. Let me have a look, please. My, my. That looks like a two-part mix. It is a two-part mix, and it's a two-to-one mix, as it says on the bottle. Is it made in Australia? It is. I might take a few more, then. Well, I only have these. I'll take those. Thank you very much. OK. Thank you, Harry. You're welcome, boss. Forgot to pay. <laughs> yeah, so folks, we're, today we're going to have uh, our giveaways, but what we did mention uh, in an earlier episode was uh, for the audience to give us topics to talk about. And so what we've done is pick four, Chris, uh, to incorporate into our giveaways for the end yeah, of the Yeah, but don't just say it like that. We poured over these. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we looked, really looked at all the subject matter, and uh, yep. a lot of the ideas were fantastic, but we had to nail it down to four. Yep. Um, and uh, these are the four that we went with. That's right. And look, um, uh, once again, it's uh, been a wonderful partnership with the people so who are our partners, Hammeru, Custom Creations, My Matter Create. Mm-hmm. And the wonderful Rob Paolini, who's yes. given a donation of a $100 gift card from Bunnings. My gift card from Bunnings. Yeah, yeah. So it's cut it in half. Okay. We'll go 50-50. Yeah, all right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and, and in between uh, giving away some of the uh, prizes, uh, we're going to make a little bit of an announcement about season number five. Yes, there will be a season five. There will, definitely. Yep. We're already looking at season ten. Are we? Oh, I don't know. You you got the you got the gusto to keep going. <laughs> the chutzpah. Yeah, chutzpah. <laughs> All right. So, Chris, take it away, mate, because uh, the first the first topic that was suggested that we uh, have chosen was from J.K. Rolewski. Yep. And he talked about the style of workbench that you use, or he asked that we talk about the style of workbench that we use. Yep. Yep. All right. Now, I know people have those Rubo-style workbenches. Yeah. Um, what's the other one? The, um, oh. The, the, you know, like the solid woodworking benches that uh, blokes make, you know. With the, yeah, yeah. They're, everyone names them differently. Yeah. With the dog holes. Dog holes and everything. Yep. This is my workbench. Yep. Um, it's made out of two-by-fours and plywood. Yep. And it does exactly what I need it to do. Yeah. Okay. Um, I would, would I love one of those big you know, heavy, of course I would, you know, some of the work I do, yeah, you, you want something, but unfortunately, again, going back to my 
particular circumstance. I'm in a two-car garage. Mm. Um, I've renovated it extensively, and yes, I have a lot more room in here now. Yep. But I still struggle to find room for a bench of that size. Yeah. Right? That's, that's the sort of bench that you'll put in one spot, and it's going to stay there. Mm. And unfortunately, I've got a car that, that needs to come in. Um, I will be extending the back of my workshop, so maybe down the line I can get one of those. But uh, for now, this one suits me down to the ground. Oh, I love this because it hangs on the wall. It hangs on the wall. That's again, it comes up to the, um, my, my space, the limitation of the space that I have in here. Mm. And uh, when it's not in use, it packs up neatly on the wall and gives me more room. Tell you what, uh, Bob Claggett from uh, I Like To Make Stuff. Yes. He made similar to what you did. Okay. He made two of them and he just joined them, butted them up when he needed a bigger workspace uh, for clamping things down or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that worked for him. He kept it simple, you know, simple as far as I think the drawers, drawer underneath or something. Yep. But um, yeah, look, there's many versions. Um, well, what have you got at home? I, I have got one that has got dog holes in it and I've played around. Uh, I didn't go down the Rubo style. Um, I don't know why, probably because I'm not that good a woodworker as far as fine woodworking, but I needed something that was just basic platform, I could hold something down. Now, if I go back to the start, I made my own workbench and I made it off my own design, Chris. Yeah. So basically all I did, this is as simple as it gets. I had a top like this, plywood, and I, I made a grid system using, um, I think I used... 70 by 35 pine and it was a grid system and that enabled me to uh, put any type of clamp in under the prop the you know what i was working on mm -hmm. clamp it down uh, no need for special clamping there you go but i'll tell you what i'm going to make another one because i found that my favorite bench is it still in use today no no it's dismantled it you know as we do we mm. evolution of workshop yep I thought, oh, I've got to have dog holes because everyone on, t on the TV, on YouTube's got them, mm. you know. Um, the Polk bench, is it? The Ron, Ron Polk? Ron Polk, yeah. Yeah. This is good. I, look, I, I would love one of those, but I don't have um, the space or I don't have the use for what he's got underneath there at this stage, right? Never say never. So maybe it'll happen one day, but like I said, this one for now works but um scott brown carpentry's making uh one or he's got one that he mm. he takes on the site and yeah. just puts it on a couple of saw horses yeah i saw that so yeah. that's an option too yeah depends on what you specifically are striving to achieve aussie ocker workbench by cuffy oh magnificent you know it's got all the that's, sliding that's a work of art we can't call that a workbench that's that's a work of art yeah the vice you know great vices mm -hmm. is it the dead man or something the dead man yeah the one that slides across yeah yep, yep. So, you know, you can, go, you can go investigate many ways, but identify what type of woodwork you want to do and the achievement of what the workbench you're going to do achieves, mm, basically. Exactly. So thank you very much. That, that was a really good topic, and um, we're not going into full detail about things like this today, but... We you, may even expand on these yeah. next season. Oh, yeah. The idea is brilliant. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. Yep. So, J.K., Rolewski. Rolewski, yep. Uh, style of workbench that suits you best. Uh, mate, you, you've won a, a, a pretty good prize. Yeah, we're well, not going to tell you what it is now. No? Or do you want to tell me what it is now? Oh, we can, yeah. We'll, we'll 
No, we won't. We'll no. keep it a secret. We'll keep it a secret. If you can contact us and give us, uh, we'll, we'll try to find your, you know, uh, address, details and all yep. that. Yep. And we'll tell you what the prize is there. But they're all good. They're all schmick. Yeah. I'll pump, uh, I'll put our um, email addresses underneath, mm. yours and mine, so you can contact either me or Dirk. Yeah. And uh, we'll get back to you. Moving on now to our next suggestion to uh, discuss a subject, Chris, is uh, coming from Thomas Nelson, a.k.a. Sterling Woodcraft, I believe in Western Australia. Oh, what, okay. what is it with Western Australia? They're starting to come out of the woodwork. They are. Oh, well, I like what you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I right. didn't mean that. Um, what was his name? Thomas. 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 Okay. Yeah, Thomas has suggested uh, work, workshop storage. Workshop storage. That's a good topic. It is. It is. And the reason, the reason we're looking at that today is because it's something that's very difficult to get right. I think uh, woodshop storage or workshop storage workshop, yep. is an ongoing saga. Yep. All right? Because you're always getting more stuff or you're getting rid of stuff and it's always going to change. Yeah. All right? Uh, mine, in particular mine. I feng shui the hell out of this place and I've got enough storage now for now. Yeah. Well, well, it is, it is an ongoing concern because it's a design issue. Yeah. You, you may have, um, say for argument's sake, you've got, what do you call these, disdainers? Sustainers. Sustainers. Yeah. Um, you can stack them all on top of each other, but if you want the bottom one, well, what do you do? You've got to unstack them all. Unstack them all. Now, one way to uh, get over that barrier is to build specific cubby holes. Which is what I've done. Which is what, what you've done. And, and the same goes with, um, you know, like, identifying places where you want certain things to go mm. and and they must fit that and they must work in in conjunction with other tools i suppose which are needed uh with similar process so yep. so chris say let's say you've got a lathe mm. set up you got all your lathe tools nearby right there yep yep done and dusted now nearby to that you've got all your pen blanks because you do pen turning yep uh, nearby that, you've got uh, an arrangement of colours, so paints, uh, epoxy finishes, mm -hmm. um, all things associated. You know, I, so I'm trying to keep everything together. Proximity. Yeah, proximity. So if I've, I've, where, where my epoxy work happens, you know, I've incorporated, incorporated my lathe work in that, so it's all on one side. Yep. On the other side of the workshop, I've got my cutting tools. Yep. So I've got my table saw that's usually sitting in this spot. I've got my CNC machine. I've got my uh, miter saw. Yeah. So it's all in one spot. Yep. And and that's 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 a good thing to identify where mm. where I'm going to have this machine. I want all the accessories nearby. Exactly. And and Thomas, good good that you raise a point, and I've, I've complimented Chris on this. Um, I, I think having things at ground level, as far as cabinetry, is is a deterrent to go and look inside the cabinets. Yep. Because you have, what do they say? If it's locked away, out of sight, out of mind. Out of sight, out of mind. You're mm. never not going to know what you got. Mm. My best suggestion is overhead cubby storage. Yep. Do not, do not overlook this. This is great. And and to be honest, like you know, um, clamp racks, things like that, they're specifics. But try not to enclose it. No, uh, look, I, I toyed with the idea of putting doors on these things, yeah. but you know, again. I can look anywhere in my workshop and I know exactly what I've got. Yep. Whereas before, it was all tucked away, you know. Yep. I, I, I bought two sanders. Yeah. Because I didn't know I had them. 
Yep. You, know, you forget. I didn't know they were in a drawer. I couldn't find them. So I bought another one. Now I know exactly what I've got at any given moment. Yeah. And, and going back to the old days, you know, we, we've spoken many times about our, our father's workshops. Mm. What do they have? A simple tool board. Yeah. You know, screws or nails. You hang your spanners. You hang your pliers, whatever yep. you got, you know, and you put an outline. Yeah, exactly. So, you, you know, dummy like me could, uh, oh, yeah, it goes there because I've outlined it. Yep. Where's you know? my shifter? Yeah, yeah, exactly. it's Chris's pocket. But, uh, <laughs> um, so really, really good idea to bring that up, Thomas. Thanks for that, mate. Yeah, That's, um, just one last bit on that. You've, you've got to make the space you've got work. Mm. All right, so you've got your storage. I've got all my storage up high now. Uh, so it's out of the way, which gives me more room here. We can't all have nine by nine sheds, you know. No, no, no. Um, I've got to make poor buggers. Poor buggers, yeah. <laughs> I've got to make my little five and a half by five and a half double garage work. Yeah. I've got a car that needs to live in here, so at the moment it's working. It works, works for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. And, and and just quickly, Thomas, once again. Mobility. Try to make everything as mobile as you can. Put it so, on wheels. Yeah. Everything's yep. on wheels. Yeah. And, and and let it fit into places where it's in between your storage, mm. so it becomes part of the storage. Hope that helped you out, Thomas. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah. Great topic, and we'll, yeah. we'll elaborate on that further on down the track. We will. We'll make a full show out of that. So let's hear from uh, one of our partners, Chris, and yeah, let's. Uh, we might give you a preview of what you've won, Thomas. Okay. G'day, bud. How you going, Papa? I'm good, mate. Listen, have you got any blanks from Mind Matter Create? I certainly do. I, I just happen to have them here in front of you. Okay, I want to buy them, please, because I'm going to turn some pens. It's a pleasure to be able to do business. Here they are, sir. And uh, many happy returns on your pen-making endeavours. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And, sir, you have to pay for them. Let's look at uh, our third great subject matter. Yep. And this was one raised by uh, Les, is it Les? Les Nielsen. Les Nielsen, who uh, actually, he left us a lot of uh, ammo to work with here, Chris. Did, so yes. We had to select one. and, and We've got the next three seasons covered. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> uh, Les. Les. <laughs> no, but, you know, it's a, it's a pretty good topic. It's um, who... Who sort of, uh, well, you've written it down, I can't read your writing. Because it's neat? Yeah. Who inspired you? Who inspired you? Yeah. Just look at who, who suppressed you. Suppressed? Where does... I don't know. Who inspired you? Who inspired you? Yeah. You want to you take that one away? Um, yeah. Um, I'm going to go back to the very beginning. I reckon my grandfather I thought inspired you might. me. Yep. He, um, I used to watch him all the time. Uh, and some of the stuff he used to make was out of this world yes and but what made it what made it special was he didn't have a, a quarter of the tools that i've got here now no right and the stuff he was making was out of this world it was really 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 good stuff so my inspiration is my grandfather mm -hmm. at this stage um i also get inspiration from a lot of the aussie woodworkers that we've got yeah yeah i agree okay so um uh, people like 
Like Ainsley. Yeah, I'm going to say that. Yeah. People like Victor. Some of the stuff Victor comes up with is really, really good. Yeah. You know? Will I ever make a bike? No, nah, probably not. No. But um, at least he inspires you to do something out of the ordinary. You yeah. Know? Try, try something different. Yeah. Don't always make um, you know, a box. Yeah. Or, or um, a table, you know. Do yeah. something out of the ordinary. I think that... That's that's what that uh, that that's the inspiration that I get from them. Yep. What about yourself? Well, you, you didn't mention me, so I'm not going to mention you as an inspirational point. You inspire me to, in your editing, and I probably inspire you in my um, good fashion sense. But um, <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> Let's I, go with that. I've got to go back to probably high school days because, and this will sound stupid, but the girls we had in our class, they were they seemed to be far above the standard and skills than the boys in the class. I don't think we give girls a near enough credit. No. No, and, and given that was machinery there at the time, but a lot of uh, wood planes, chisel work, and they left me for dead. I, I probably started at a technical school late, but, you know, played catch-up, and that, I, that was a starting point to see that looks great, what they're doing, and the finesse they make it with. Mm. So... Um, after that, Chris, I, I probably would say Dad was a little bit of a DIY tinkerer. Mm -hmm. He made a workshop, simple, uh, you know, pegboard yep. and simple workbench, used a little bit of lap joint type joinery, yeah. worked, you know, used bolts, screws, I mean... Whatever is... Whatever, yeah, and it's as solid as a rock, took 10 years to pull apart. Um, <laughs> going on to YouTube, I would probably say uh, the first people who always come up are people like Steve Ramsey, uh, Jay Bates, they, they played a pretty integral part. Um, then the Aussie School DIY for Knuckleheads was mm. probably one of the first. Uh, Victor came along a little bit after that, but I like Victor's uh, got a technical approach to it. Uh, inspired by a lot of the American uh, YouTubers, yeah. because it's a visual, it's not reading a book. And it's, it's also a reference, so mm. a specific thing you want to do, you go back and um, you watch a video and yeah. you might get an idea out of that. So, you know, inspiration-wise, I, I think that's where it happens. And, you know, I'm inspired. Like, I come and watch how you set up your workshop. So it's, it's a point of uh, knowledge I'm gaining, you know? Oh, okay. Thanks. Yeah. And, and you know, like Rob's, Rob's following your example here. and I don't know where you got this lead from. Uh, it's just something I always wanted to do. I just yep. I, I like the plywood, um, and yep. it just I reckon it just finished off the shed really well. Yeah, and, and sometimes a bit afraid to. Sometimes people over uh, dress their workshops and things, and you think I've got to do that, but you don't. No, it's called plywood. It's wood. Mm. This is a craft we're in. So yep. you know, there there other inspirations I, I can draw upon, it, Chris. It's, so. it's functional. It's functional, and that's all it has to be. Yeah. If you want to make it flash and fancy, you, you look like Ikea. Yeah, I think you're losing the... Um, Plot. <laughs> not, no, no. Um, the whole concept of yeah. your workshop. Yeah. It doesn't have to be um, you know, a workshop that's going to go in beautiful homes and gardens. No. It's just got to be functional, you know, and it's got to be a, a place where... Um, that you feel comfortable in. That's right. You know. And you mentioned that show. Adam builds some basic stuff, which is just great, as good as anything that, mm. you know, we can make. Yep. So, no, that's a good uh, good topic. Thanks for that, Les. 
We'll definitely be um, expanding on this one. Yeah. In season five. Yeah, and using your other topics uh, as yes, for the next inspiration 15, for us. For the next 15 <laughs> uh, seasons. Yeah. <laughs> so thanks, thanks, mate, and congratulations. You're one of the uh, prize winners from our partners. So yep. we'll go to an ad now, Chris, and it may be revealing what you won. Yeah. G'day, Hoss. You look like you're in trouble. Yeah, Harry. Thanks, mate. Um, I've, I've been trying to sand up this blank, but I just can't get it shiny enough. Mate, I've got a two-part solution from Custom Creations. Really? Does it work? Give it a try. I will. How'd you go, mate? Harry, that was the best stuff you could have given me. Look how shiny this pen's come up. That is superb. I wow. love it. Brilliant. So moving along to probably the, well, it is the last, uh, the last good idea suggestion coming from the audience. Mm -hmm. uh, they're all great. Um, we just had to, we had a bit of a you know, discussion about powwow, who we would select. Yep. Uh, but the topics are great and we'll continue them into the future. Yep. Um, might even get stickers made up and uh, send the people who did send their ideas yeah. out some measure twice cut one stickers. I think so. But Chris, uh, it, it is from um, Graham Parsons. He's actually Graham's been a pretty long term uh, supporter of. He has yes. This uh, channel and um, yep. thanks Graham for that. Yeah, pretty much from day one. So Graham's idea is is pretty good because it's. Um, I think we have touched it on it. We might have touched on it with Rob Paolini. Mm. And it is, uh, is your workshop powered up from just solar um, energy? That's solar a, energy? Solar energy. Solar energy. Yeah, from the sun. So is your, is your workshop uh, specifically, you know? Maybe the topic should be where do you get your power from? Wheaties? Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, do you, do you, um, are you still on the grid with um, you know electricity coming from mm. uh, from the power suppliers? Yep. Or have you got solar power on the roof? Yep. Well, we can answer that because Rob actually does uh, run his workshop, doesn't he? Off his uh, solar power. Yeah. His solar power. Mm -hmm. Runs now, everything. Now, that's um, what do you say? It's, it's it's an outlay, but it's not so. It's it's a bit of one of those you know should I go this way or should I not? The outlay is initially uh, expensive. Can be expensive, yeah, yep. But today, nowadays, in in our market, it's quite cheap. Um, and do you spend a bit of extra money and have the capturing capacity of a battery? Mm. You know, um, so we know that Rob does run his workshop of uh, solar power, yeah. And what's he? He's got a he's got. All the other machines that you know. He's got all the machines I've got. He's got uh, the CNC machine. He's got a table saw. He's got a miter saw. He's got a radial arm saw. He's um, he's soon to have a, a band saw in there, and he runs all his power off solar. Mm. So it costs him literally nothing. To it run does. His workshop. Yeah. yeah, but with that must be a downfall. I mean, how much how much uh, energy can you capture for your batteries? And uh, given that if you have overcast conditions. Come winter, you know what? What do you do then? Mm. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I don't claim to know enough about it to uh, mm. to comment. But um, from what Rob has told me, um, 
even if it is overcast, yeah, you know, you still the batteries still get charged up. Yep. Uh, because it's not not actually the sunlight that charges. It, I don't think it's. I thought it was. No, I think it's um, the UV rays or something, isn't it? That. Uh... No, I was under the impression it was merely sunshine, but. Oh, okay. We're probably both. Like, again, I don't know. Stand, yeah, um, yeah, we're, we're going to look like a couple of tools here if uh, if, yeah. we, if we say, look, this is how it is. Yeah. So but we don't know. No. Um, but uh, yeah, look, I, I still think uh, if. If I had the funds readily available, I would probably convert this to a solar workshop. Yeah. Uh, because the, the savings in the long run, I think, will be quite mm. substantial. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's a bit of a, I think it's a bit of a misnomer. It's, you know, people say, well, I'm only getting six cents a, a kilowatt back in, in the infeed to the, you know, the mainstream mm. power. Yes, you may not be getting a bigger return or building up credits, but you still um, consolidate. I suppose it's safe to say uh, make hay while the sun shines, Chris. Yes, very much so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, I think we better explore this topic, as you said, a little bit more little when bit, we have a... A little bit more in-depth, yep, next season. Yeah, for sure. And uh, so, Graham, thanks for that. That's been a, a really interesting thing to be able to discuss. Mm -hmm. And you are the proud uh, recipient of a $100 Bunnings voucher. From Rob Pellini. From Rob, yep. Yeah. So Rob was, uh, it was a heartfelt, you know, thing he gave uh, for the show. Yep. And we hope that you can get, you know, the best, best value for money out of that as you can. So out of the uh, forty dollar gift voucher that you're getting. Yes, that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's uh, just about stumps on season four. Yep. It's been a, it's been a, a bloody wonderful time. Um, once again. We're going to now announce a little bit of a change up to the formula, I suppose, for season five, Chris, and yep. going forwards. Yep. Um, we're not going to have a long pause. No, we're just, uh, we're going to uh, have a, I don't know, another four-week hiatus, I guess. Yeah. Four weeks. And, um, and then we'll come back with season five. And it's going to be a little bit of a change up because instead of doing it weekly, we're going to do it fortnightly. Yeah. Um, and that's um, the, the only reason for that purely is to give me enough time to do the videos um, because um, I'm sure people aren't aware of how much time actually goes into making one of these episodes um, and I just need that little bit of extra time. And the authenticity of being able to make it in the workshop or, or together in, pe in person, you know. Mm -hmm. So, um, but once we start that ball rolling, I think we're going to be continuous. Yep. And we'll probably have a break, you know, maybe... A week off at Easter or... Yeah. You know, have to take four weeks of Christmas. Yep. Take all that into consideration. Yeah, so... But, um, we're going to... Uh, uh, we're going to make the the, um, the the episodes a little bit longer. And we're yeah. going to introduce new um, uh, segments. Yeah, for sure. Within that, uh, within that show. Because the people have spoken. Yeah. So... The people have asked and uh, we are going to provide... Small steps uh, for greater outcome, and you know it keeps it keeps the audience happy too. Yes, so for sure. Um, until we return, we wish you all the very best. Yep, and um, thanks for the support. Yep. So four weeks time, Chris, roughly. We'll advertise it. Yeah, yeah, roughly four weeks. Make sure the notification bell is rung and you hit all because yeah, for sure. That's how we work. So thank you very much again, and uh, we'll see you next season. Bye for now. Hello.
Where are you going? Oh. Really? <laughs> All right, so well done to uh, our wonderful subscriber, Jake. <laughs> Start that again. <laughs> right. Do you know what you're going to say? Say yeah. it in your head. Shh. It's too loud. <laughs> I can hear it coming out your ear. <laughs>